there. Um, but the whole thing is don't make your short-term goals out of reach of your plans. A lot of people, they come in with expectations, and that's one of the biggest reasons they always fail, one of the biggest reasons they fail, one of the biggest reasons they fail. So if you have any questions or need help with your business plan, go ahead and text Coach Me uh, with your name to my cell phone. I get them. Yes, my cell phone at 678-961-0086. Um, me or my assistant will reach back out to you. or point you in the right direction to see if we probably have a free webinar or something like that that we can help you with. So go ahead and continue to share this video um, while I get it shared in my group so I can make sure that you guys are getting it. Press one if you can hear me though. Make sure that you're pressing one if you can hear me. I don't see any ones yet, but I know that Facebook actually has a delay. I know Instagram sometimes has a delay. Uh, then we can see. Then we can see. So man, it feels good to be back. Um, I had the pleasure this weekend of having um, about 72 people travel in. We had a lady who drove 16 hours from Chicago and was like, I'm not missing this training for anything in Houston. And that that, that touched me because we only had 100 and some, 105 seats open. But we know when people start booking, I always make sure that I book way more than available because people pull out last minute. Everybody has things to come up. People have lives to live. And we understand that this time of the year going into the fourth quarter, everybody is focused on or they're either in panic mode or focusing on ways to like prep, plan and prep for the fourth quarter so that they can have a strong first quarter push. So um, let me know where you're tuning in from, too, because I am on tour. I am going around the United States making sure that I reach out to you guys. And if I got a training in, in your area, I want to make sure that I get it. So I don't see any. Oh, I, I see some ones on Instagram. Hey, what's going on? Um, man, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, Bruce, what's going on? All right. So I see some people on Instagram. What's going on, Kalinda? Yep, I see some ones here. Oh, man, we cooking and we rocking and rolling. So Nelson said, Oh, in Houston, I wish I would have known I would have gone. Definitely posted it only in a couple groups because I think the tickets was booked up in like 45 minutes, maybe an hour, hour and a half. If they hadn't booked all the way up in like maybe an hour and a half, I would have opened it up to the public. So I will try to do better to make sure that I'm somewhere near your area. I do have plans on at the top of the year. Uh, I'll be in Charlotte, um, Kansas City, uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. So I can't set that in stone right now until everything is right on that. So look, when it comes to running your business, a lot of people always want to start and say, hey, I want a six-figure company. I want a six-figure business. I want a six-figure business, right? And I think that what happens with that is they watch all of these people out there throwing around six, throwing around seven figures, and 99% of them probably never hit six or never hit seven figures themselves, but they make it sound good. The problem is when you start following that, you set the expectations that I can get it done just by watching them. So think about it like this. LeBron James can't coach anybody to do what he's doing because LeBron James is built a certain way. He has a special gift that makes him who he is. So just because LeBron James is as good as he is, if he coaches you, doesn't mean that you're going to be LeBron James. And one of the things with that is in your business, stop looking at the Grant Cardones and stop looking at these type people thinking that if I go and I go train with them, I'm going to be just like them. They've, it's already one of them. The problem with us is we don't know how to create our own niche, create our own market to make sure that we serve an audience or serve a customer base that only want what we offer. 
right? Nobody has a taste in their mouth for a Big Mac and go to Burger King. I haven't seen one person that says, you know what? I can't get a Big Mac. I really taste it. You know, I got a taste in my mouth for a Big Mac so bad, I'm going to Burger King to buy one. That's never going to happen, right? And nobody's going to have a real taste, strong taste for a Whopper and say, hey, man, I can't get the Whopper. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and McDonald's. It just don't happen like that. What happens is when you have a taste for something, the person is offering the need or what you have the taste for usually buys from you. So when it comes to business, stop thinking that just because you're good or just because you're the best at something than anybody else, that your business is going to be successful. I know people that can cook and outcook anybody that started restaurants that couldn't, that stayed, went out of business within a month. And when that start happening, stop thinking that you're special enough to where you can't be replaced by somebody else though. So now what I want to talk about is how to build and launch your five-figure company, how to scale it to six figures, and then scale it to seven figures, right? You see how obtainable that is? You see how reachable that is? So now let's start with five figures. Let's make this easy, $10,000 a year on a plan, because we can build $10,000 $10, a year positions on little small businesses, right? So let's start with one, right? So now it's 365 days in a year, right? 365 days in a year. Let's do the math. A lot of people, when I ask, hey, you want to start a six-figure company? They say, yeah. Okay, well, what do you have in place to make $300 tomorrow, right? And what do you have in place to make $300 the day after that? And the day after that it has to be consistent to where you don't fall off. Because that 365 days, that's what taking one day off per, you know, every other week, that will put you at $100,000 a year if you can guarantee that you're going to make $300 every single day consistent. Right. So and then if you want to build a, a five figure company, you got to make thirty dollars tomorrow, thirty dollars today, thirty dollars tomorrow, thirty dollars here. Right. And then you scale it that way. So now what you have to do is start out by figuring out a way to make thirty dollars tomorrow, thirty dollars today, thirty dollars tomorrow. Everybody is jumping in these industries. They tax preparers, they credit uh, repair people. Everybody's a coach, you know, because coaching one on one means I failed at my business. So now I'm going to be a coach and I need coaching clients. Right. So you have to watch for that as well. But on a lighter note, you want to make sure that you focus on what you have to add, what value you're bringing to the market. What's so special about you? So what I did is I asked somebody a question. And I asked the next person a question. And I asked the next person a question, right? And then I asked them, the question I asked them was, why in the world would I buy from you when there's a million people offering what you offer? And then everybody started, because I'm so good at this, and oh, because I care about your file, because I do this, and because I'm doing that, and because I'm doing that. And I immediately went to the next person, and they're like, why are you cutting me off? I said, because not one time you made it about your client. First of all, think about this. If somebody is coming to buy something from you, they don't care about you. They care about what they need. So if they're hitting you up on your phone or if they're out and they have a problem, they can care less about what you're going through and how good you are and what you did. They're worrying about what they need, and if you can service what they need, then you can make money for it. The people who make six and make seven figures and build these companies focus on solving the problem of the other person. It has nothing to do with you. That's why good entrepreneurs can sell their business to somebody else, and the next time they turn around, that business is still in business. It's not about you. If you can sell your business, then it's not about you, right? It's about that business being able to provide and service a need that somebody has, and by servicing that need, in return, somebody will transact money, and therefore, they make that compensation to solve a problem, and then they, they duplicate that, right, or body it, build, organize, document, and delegate it all. So now... Think about it from this. I appreciate it, Kenny. So think about it from this uh, this point. 
if you wake up in the morning, this is how you get your $300 a day, or this is how you get your $30 a day, or $100 a day. $100 a day will get you, three, uh, what, $30,000 a year. You'll be able to kind of like, if you're working for $20,000 a year, you'll be able to kind of walk away from your job to start doing some things if you can make, you know, $100 a day, right? Let me help you with your $100 a day plan. One, what you're going to do is you're going to wake up in the morning, and the first thing you're going to do is you're going to browse your social media. I be on social media. You know why? Because I'm trying to see a trend of what people are having a problem with. So you notice I never said anything about let's see who's making money and what field they're making money in. Where you guys make mistakes at is you see another entrepreneur making money somewhere and you think there's money there. No. Nobody, if you just got drafted in the NBA and if you a bench warmer, you're not going to make what LeBron make. It's because what he brings to the market value-wise dictates his compensation, but that's not even from an entrepreneurial standpoint. I'm talking about McDonald's is going to make the money they make based on the market value that they bring to the marketplace and the footprint that they already laid out there. So stop thinking that, oh, McDonald's make money, I'm going to make money. Well, most of McDonald's money is made because they're the biggest real estate company in the world. They own more real estate than anybody. Not even going to go there, though. Now, when it comes to you waking up in the morning, you're going to look and see who has a problem with what. You would notice that a lot of people right now are broken. The reason why a lot of people are coming coaches is because they see everybody else is becoming coaches, but they never go back to the problem of why their business failed in the first place. If this is good information, continue to press one because Facebook gonna stop showing y'all if y'all not pressing one to anybody else. Continue to press one. Continue to share this video. Share it in groups. Go ahead and share it with your friends. Tag them in here because I want to make sure that I can continue to bring value. Go ahead and tag somebody in here, right? So, but my thing is, is when you wake up. Me personally, I I got a credit repair company that did really well. I have a coaching company that did really well, right? Trucking, all of the different things. But one thing that I realized is a lot of problems out there that you guys see. But the first thing that we do is we'll say, man, look at that joke online. He ain't even got he, – he using Gmail with his business address. He ain't even got this. He ain't even got that. Tell you one thing I did. I just woke up in the morning, one morning, and – you know, I got a good buddy named Keith, man. He, he He's dope. You know, we, we talk all the time about, like, business. And, that. and, you know, I can just hit him up, like, Keith, hey, can you throw me together, like, five websites for this? And he was like, hey, template-based? Yeah, go ahead and do that. So, right, what happens is I woke up and I saw an orthodontist that didn't have any kind of website because I was looking to change my orthodontist from there to here. And I was like, man, I can't find any orthodontist in my area that has a really good website, which means that immediately turned me off. Now, being that it turned me off, that means that they have a problem. How many other people are they turning off behind not having a website? But did I go in see where y'all mess up at? Is y'all don't y'all y'all go directly to them and say, "Hey, let me help you with this. I know that your website sucks." Blah blah blah. A lot of y'all fail by doing that. I hit I might hit Keith up or any, somebody else or whoever and say, "Hey, give me a website like this." Put this on there and make sure that we have where they could take payments for the monthly people who pay. Make it really nice. Make it really easy, right? And then what I'm going to do is when I go in there to set up my appointment and when I walk in, I'm going to actually walk in to get an appointment. And when I get that appointment, I'm going to present that website to them. I'm going to present showing them what their other website past this other website, how easy they can go ahead and duplicate things. And then I can plug acuity schedule in there with the HIPAA compliance to make sure that people can book appointments. All they have to do is the orthodontist on past people um, open up available appointments that they have. 
and let people come in there and then they can book their appointments, make life a lot easier. And then now based on them booking their appointment, they can automatically get kicked back a form to fill out. So now you ain't got to worry about your health questionnaire being all out there and all late. It's already in by the time you come in. So going in there, present that, that's a whole lot different because what they're doing is they're watching their business in action. If you can show somebody how their business look in action instead of saying, well, how in the world, you know, I, I'm doing this. I see a lot of creative repair people out here, and I'm pretty sure a lot of business coaches are going to start trying to take this approach. There's so many so-called millionaire business coaches out here that literally duplicates this. Go ahead and take it. But my thing is make sure that if you take it, you help people the right way. All I'm asking you is to find a person that has that problem. That orthodontist came and he said, how much is it going to take to get that? For one, I had already bought the freaking domain. They didn't even have their own domain. Went on there. The domain was available. Bought the domain, the www. I can't say her name right now. Got, bought the domain, went in there, had everything set up, took pictures from the, um, the, the other site, right, the ones that were good or the ones that were high value and put on the good website, went in there, $3,500. Now, hold on. I was supposed to go in there and get them to charge me something, but I went in there and I made money. So let me ask you this. How many people are you buying from on a day-to-day -day that don't have their stuff quite together? Now my orthodontist, now my eye doctor, now my dentist, all of them, I can pinpoint and say, you guys are having problems here, I can buy this. Or when I go home to a mom and pop's restaurant, how many times have you ever looked at a restaurant or went to a restaurant and looked at the menu and saw that the oxtails or the lamb chops or the steak on there looked delicious, right? Yeah, I said delicious. It looked delicious on there. It was amazing. Like, wow, this is dope. You bought it based on how good it looked on the menu. But then you go back into a mom and pop's restaurant and they have those white printouts from computer paper and they fold it in half and the oxtails look like a turd. Well, and I ain't saying that in no disrespectful way. It just looked like a blob, right? So if you got a blob that looks like an oxtail and it's really dark because you print it out on black and white paper, paper is that going to make me buy those oxtails at that restaurant? Is that going to make me become a repeat customer at that restaurant? No. And then if I said, why did I have to go online? You're not registered on Google. I can't find a website, but I see you posting on Facebook all day about your restaurant. Then I can't find your restaurant because now you didn't move. Google saying you're here, and then when I call you, I'm having a problem. But guess what? What if me, I personally, reached out to my logo team or my graphics team and say, hey, here's a menu. Go find the best-looking oxtails, the best-looking lamb chops, the best-looking steak, the best-looking chicken, the best-looking wings, the best-looking drinks. Put them on this menu. Make it glossy. Print it out. Build this website. Get this website where I can go on and order pickup time the way that I won't have a merchant account attached to it. Rather, because it's product based, you can sell it. They can, you could take it on, you know, Strike Square or whatever, Square Up, whatever. So have that on the website to where now. The reason why people don't like to make order on call-in, what if they had to come online, they ordered their food, they, they checked out, their food was there, and then they got a thing showing them how long it's going to take for their food without you having to do anything. You get the order, you start cooking it, it's already paid for. They walk in on their lunch break, and they don't have to wait 45 minutes in your mom and pop's restaurant on their lunch break because not only do you have nice menus when they walk in, you have the menu that looks delicious on your website where they can pick and choose and order from, and all you have to do is track inventory and make sure that the moment that the last lamb chop sell out you can go ahead and boom click zero on inventory so that when they go on there to say sold out and all i had to do is get a developer to build that walk in there show him his business in a box to where all they got to do is do that show him his menu 
and I owned the domain because you didn't even have a website and you were on Google and I already did the Google verification, changed it to your address. So now that when they go, they got that website attached to your Google with your menu. They can order on there and you watching your business right there in the front. What's the first thing you're going to ask me? How much? Now think about that. Three thousand. If I'm looking for three hundred dollars in a day, and that if I make three thousand dollars out of that, I can take ten days, sell that, duplicate that. That's my six-figure business. So now, what I'm asking you again is, how in the world are you gonna make a six-figure business by following somebody else who created a six-seven-figure business instead of creating a six-figure business based on what you like doing and solving a problem? So next time you wake up and you say, I want a six-figure business. You got to figure out where am I going to get my $300 from today and who's going to have it tomorrow, who's going to have it the day after that and every single day for the rest of this year. And then all I'm going to do when I start that is I'm going to record everything I'm doing. I'm going to go ahead and body it. I'm going to build it out. I'm going to organize it. I'm going to document. I'm going to delegate. I just gave you all the game, right? I gave you all the high two. You got to pay for the process now. My coaching clients, I can't give you all the process and the actual step-by-step. -step. It wouldn't be fair to them. But anybody when they write mine can take the information if you got enough hustling, got enough grind. So think about it from this standpoint. Now, I can take that $100,000 a year business that I just created by identifying who needs help. It's millions of businesses that need help in this area, right? I can create that, turn it over to somebody who was willing to work for $30,000 a year. Now I got a $100,000 a year blueprint, sold that to an employee for $30,000 a year, and I got a $70,000 a year revenue stream that I can start another revenue stream with. I can multiply that times 11, 12, 13. That's your seven-figure business. What the real people, well, and, until you start buying businesses and start being, uh, what is it called? Um, um, Shark Tank type people and start buying people and investing or buying the business and investing. You will have to build a business out. You would have to organize the business. You would have to document it, then delegate it over. What it's called is selling that job to an employee. Stop saying, I need to hire somebody to help. There's no such thing with that because that's considered overhead, which means that I need to build this position. I need to organize it. I need to document it. I need to delegate it, a.k.a. sell this position off to somebody who will work for it for less. If I'm built a seven, I mean, if I built a $100,000 business plan and I can sell it off for $30,000, I got seventy, dollars and I walked away and I can do something else. Or I can duplicate that because now it's not enough people in this world who don't need help. You can go out and look at every, look up orthodontists, look at restaurants, look at every mom and pops that just started that you walked into. Now they build, they paying $1,500 to $2,000 to get their sign up. Don't nobody care about that. You're going to make more money by making sure that they come to your website, drive SEO up, have people coming in there, making sure people signing up for your mailing list, automate your mailing list, give them a birthday opt-in to come get a free appetizer. You get a free, I mean, you know, you get a free appetizer with a meal, right? So it's a lot of different things you can do, but you, you got to make sure that you solve their problem. Stop talking about these businesses because the broke people talk about businesses. They go and complain and they go and, and get one-star reviews on people instead of looking at it as an opportunity to make thousands of dollars by helping them grow and improve their business. A lot of people, a lot of y'all, again, businesses, bad reviews. And they don't even know they got the problem and why y'all reviewing them bad. Oh, I went there, the service is bad, this and that. You will write out a whole book instead of writing out a proposal. The only thing you're going to get is a few likes on a one-star review versus a three dollars to $5,000 gig or versus a three dollars to $5,000 proposal. Think as an investor instead of thinking as a consumer the whole time. There's businesses out there on every forefront, no matter how you look at them. We just don't know how to go out there and get the money. We don't wake up every morning asking who, who has it. 
who in the world has the three hundred dollars that I'm trying to get every day? Or who in the world has the three thousand dollars I'm trying to get every day? Or who in the world has the thirty thousand dollars if a person is going to make ten million dollars a year? The thing is, is it's not that hard. Start out with creating a five figure plan, which means that all you got to do is get thirty dollars a day. And then you can get $30 a day by working one hour. You can create something, get $30 a day, right? You can scale that, boom. Now you're getting 60 a day. Now you're getting 100 a day. Now you're getting 120 a day. Now 150 a day, right? You get to 150 a day without even leaving your job. Now you can walk away from your job because now at that time, the job is getting in the way of your business, right? Stop leaving y'all a job and y'all got free time after work. The thing is, is until you close that in, until you ain't got no more free time, until you even sacrificing your lunch break for your business, you ain't ready to leave your job yet. And then if you say I'm leaving because of the money, that means you ain't got passion in what you're doing in the first place, right? Because I know a lot of people. I'm coaching somebody right now that has 300 clients making $30,000 a month, and they're still on their 9 to 5. All they're doing is processing claims for Aetna, working from home, and they get that. Well, I don't want to run to their business. Aetna hit me up and, and try to fire them. But they got most of their stuff automated, but the thing is is – it's not taking up too much time to where they got to walk away from their business right now. They have their benefits. So stop, like when you start talking about people, stop thinking that uh, just because they're an employee, they're not worthy or anything. Because people become entrepreneurs and forget that you need employees, right? So stop thinking that you got to always leave your job by starting entrepreneurship because that's not the case, right? So just to recap, if you want to start a seven-figure business, Scale it back and think about a six-figure business, a five-figure business, a four-figure business. How are you going to make your first $1,000 right now? How can I make my first $1,000 right now? How can I make my first $30? How can I make $300 tomorrow? $30 tomorrow, right? The problem is, is we're watching people saying millionaire, 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 because it sounds good, right? But the problem with that is you give up. Because you feel like you're failing and you're feeling like, oh, my God, I didn't hit my, you know, my $3,000 today or I didn't hit my, you know, $100,000 this month to be on a seven-figure thing, right? And then you give up because you realize that you only made $5,000 this month. So instead of optimizing, going down and saying, okay, well, made $5,000 this month, which means that's a little over 100 and something dollars a day, which means that how in the world can I optimize that to get more bang for my buck instead of getting 100 and something a day? Let me focus on where I'm getting $100 from. There's so many people that will lose a hundred thousand dollars, right? There's, I mean, there's so many people that will lose ten thousand ten dollar bills chasing a hundred thousand dollars. I'm gonna say that again. There's so many people losing ten thousand ten dollar bills chasing a hundred thousand dollars, right? Because we don't even have products. What pro, what five dollar product you got out there now? What $2 product you got? So many people out there that says, oh, um, it's $1,000 to do this. But they don't have anything else to offer other than that, which means they're losing everything. But there's still people that don't have the budget that need your help, right? Even if I got to do something free, I'm going to do it because it's going to sharpen my tool. I just did a whole free training in Houston. I'm doing a whole free training in L.A. I'm doing a whole free training in, um, in Orlando. But I guarantee you, and I don't want to even get all religious here, but every time I've ever given back, I've gotten. Every time I've ever given back, given back, I got it. But I realized something in doing the free trainings. People have problems that I can help that I had a product to offer without having to sell them something. I had a product that can solve their problem, right, because they needed to know that they had a problem. The number one salesperson, the number one person that makes the most money at the car dealership is the mechanic. 
You know why? Because he created a problem that you didn't know you had and you had to pay for. The, a mechanic will get you to pay for two airbags that you wouldn't even pay for on the front end of buying that car, right? Let's go ahead and run through the scenario. The salesperson will tell you, hey, all you got to do is pay $3,500, then you'll get the rear airbags, and they'll help you out in the event that you do this. That's good. You're like, ah, no, nah, I ain't going to do that. But I guarantee you, if the mechanic comes out and says, ah, yeah, you just had that airbag that, uh, you know, it's on risk of going out. I hate to see you going down the road and those kids come through the windshield and don't have anything to protect them. First thing that he did is he created the need. He made it emotional for you. And now you realize you needed that. And then you're going to invest in it because now you don't want to go down the road and your kids go through the windshield without that airbag coming out. So now what you have to do is you have to build that for people. If you're going to solve somebody's problem, solve the problem and then show them how you solved it and let them buy the solution. I'm going to say this again. If you're going to solve the problems, go ahead and solve the problem and sell them the solution. And I guarantee your sales will go skyrocket times 100. I will sell you the solution. I know people in my industry need their businesses automated. What I did is I went out and built out their whole automations for everybody. And I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm a beast with the automations, right? So now when they say, hey, can you set my automations up? And I tell them they're already done. Guess what? Now they're going to come. It's, it's reasonable in price form. They're coming in. Now they can get their business 90% automated to where they can walk away and they can scale it because I already knew that they had a problem with that. I already knew that they probably would need a system, and the system was ready for them instead of having to wait forever for it. Now they come in. They get the system. They go run their business. I was able to solve a problem because I saw that that was a problem in the industry. Right. So the thing is, is if you're in an industry, if you're anywhere else doing anything else, you know, the whole goal of doing anything is to solve the problem first, sell the solution. Anybody that's telling you the game is to be sold, not told, ain't no way in the world they ever built a seven figure company because that's a broke man's mindset. I only heard it in the hood or from dope boys. So the reality of that is you give the information away if you want to build a million dollar company. You sell the process. And it's, you know why you sell the process? Because the process takes my time and yours, right? Which means that there's no way I can give you the process. The last time I gave the process, now everybody's a freaking automation expert in my industry, right? So of course I got to make sure that I protect some something to, to kind of feed my family. But when you're doing something, you give the information away. Giving the information is not a bait and switch. People might say, oh, yeah, you're giving the information is a bait and switch. No, I'm giving the information because if you're smart enough, you'll take it, and then you will go ahead and you will implement it yourself, and then you get stuck, then you reach out. I coach people. Somebody said today, and it's not a shot at them, right? It was the truth, right? Because it depends on where you're at in your business, how you look at things, right? And some people are going to look at a Bentley and say, man, that's expensive. And some people are going to say it's not, it don't cost enough because the Rolls Royce look better. So depending on where you're at in your business, right, when they find out what I charge my, for my one-on-one -on -one premium coaching where I build out everything for them and hand it off to them, somebody said, man, that's kind of expensive. But then I said, well, it's a mindset, not even a mindset. It's about my ideal client because now anybody that comes in that's ready for me to help them build a seven-figure company has to already have built six figures before I give them the premium product, right? Because maybe they won't be able to take the trip with me to the Philippines. Maybe they won't be able to fly to India. If you pinch and pennies to pay for the coaching, then you're going to be pinch and penny when it's time to go and buy your products in China to set up your supply chain. When it's time to go to India to buy your products to set up your supply chain. Or when it's time to go to the Philippines and set up your hiring process and get your customer service team built out, your technology set up to automate it so when you come back, you can be a real CEO. So no, it, that premium product might not be for everybody. So your premium product might not be for everybody. 
somebody, but you should always have something for somebody. If you're attracting anybody, worst thing I ever heard is I'm only attracting broke clients. That means that you have a horrible marketplace. That means that you haven't did, you're, you're not even serving the right audience. If you're serving them, that means you're only serving broke people. And uh, when you say broke, that just means that they can't afford what you're offering instead of saying, okay, the people that I'm serving don't quite need my premium product. Let me serve them. You got 100 people on your phone line, 200, 300 people on your phone line, and only one closing out. Why in the world don't you have a project for the other, I mean, a product for the other 299 people who can't quite afford $1,000, right? So now, if you got a product for the 299 people that can't afford $1,000 at $100 that was already probably would buy something from you, you still made 30 grand instead of losing. You know, uh, you know that 29 people or 299 people, right? So you got to think with that mindset. You got to think that I am here to serve. I'm here to create products and services for people who I'm trying to serve to make sure that I can sell the solution. And this is why I always talk and not trying to get too motivational because I want to keep it as tangible stuff. I want you to keep, stay up with the mindset that I'm going to make $300 tomorrow consistently by looking for who I'm going to help. But you have to make sure that you have the right mindset with it, though. You do have to have the right mindset. ADHD kicked in a little bit. I was about to bring it home. I was about to say something real profound and deep. I kind of messed up. I'm sorry. I do have ADHD really bad, and, and I get sidetracked because I get a little passionate about this. But make sure that you like. Make sure that you share. Make sure that you comment. I want to answer some questions on here before I go because we do have a coaching call for our group coaching tonight, and I want to make sure that everybody's on there. King, better see you on there tonight. We definitely talking about getting, you know, helping you build business credit and stuff like that, um, so that you can start investing in that 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 uh, you know videography company and your credit repair. Well, you know, you got it down. So yeah, so I just I just want to help. I hope you guys have a better understanding of how people who make seven figures make seven figures, how people who make eight figures make eight figures. Going to a ten x conference will not make you Grant Cardone. Going to my conference won't make you me, right? But you should go and find yourself, find who you want to help and find how you're going to solve them. The people I coach, I'm not teaching them how to be like everybody else. I'm teaching them how to find who their ideal audience is, how to create products for them, and how to make sure that they service them products throughout a life cycle, how to make sure that they make sure, well, how to make sure that they make sure, how to make sure that they're servicing um, or their service room is bigger than their ego. Because if you think it's about you, if you think you're above the product or you think you're above serving, then you're going to get, you pretty much going to get put in your place quick because somebody else is going to offer something from the heart and then you pretty 